1: You know what that means that means the boys are throwing axes at apqx yeah, let's, let's go let's go i'm hitting bullseyes and i'm hitting um what's the little green one called that's uh that would be the clutch Fred. Ah, that's it, the clutch the clutch the only clutch i know about is in my uh, my first car ever a 1992 toyota two-door pickup five-speed on the floor i had a
2: um 1982 Ford Thunderbird. That Produ- my first
1: car. Not for, stick. Producing for us back at the station. Owner-operator, I assume, of the sports animal, Jared Hart. Jared, what was your first car? I don't believe I've had one yet. Jared's gonna... Okay. Interesting. That's it's not a... how the order of
2: operations works. Well,
1: you're confused, man, because you didn't grow up in a gangster city like Jared where he's got everything... In his mama name. There you are. My wife's car. Ah. I drive my wife's car. It's nice. Yeah. <laughs> Depp oh, told that's you. nice. Sugar mama's name is what Jared
2: <laughs> Jared's still waiting for the Segway to take hold. He still cruises a Segway around. Oh, ah, okay. to charges. Yes.
1: Yeah, he saw the Italian job.
2: One day they're going to have a special Segway lane for him. Mm hmm. He tried to make Vespas a thing, and
1: we kept saying, Vespas aren't going to be a thing. Jared. Princess Vespa? Yeah, I want a Vespa. My wife princess won't buy one. Vespa?
2: She doesn't look like a Druish princess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jared says my wife won't buy me one.
1: <laughs> 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 we're live at ABQX. We're hanging out all afternoon long or 545, whichever one comes first, as we're going to hand this bad boy off to Albuquerque Isotopes Baseball. They're playing baseball recently, but it's not been good baseball. We'll talk to Josh Sean about that. Hopefully that doesn't get the Orioles to fire me.
2: Ooh. Well, I mean you're not calling the games. Ah, good point. Yeah. I'm just like sometimes Of all the possible fireable offences yeah, on fireable have. adjacent. I'm not worried about that one. I thought I thought I was gonna lose my job today. Oh my god, why? Is me all too
1: right. still going? So, no, here's what happened. Oh, okay. So yesterday we're at Red Door downtown, having a blast. Banger mm. of a day. Excellent. So we're having some tech diffs to start the program. Big thank you. To the engineering staff at Cumulus and Sports Animal and everyone making that thing happen a couple minutes late, but we got on there. So as my as we're at Red Door downtown, the meter made van, are you familiar with the meters made? Very much so. Okay. So the meters made No stranger to parking tickets, this no. guy. So they find my truck, my my I would just I would say it's a regular truck, and they put a they put a ticket on it. And I go, This isn't right. This isn't possible. There's no way that you're putting a ticket on my truck. I I paid the meter. Like sure. your job is to, to made that meter. So anyways, I always check and it says eighteen inches from the curb is what is what my ticket says, man. So I say so I, first of all I know what eighteen inches is.
2: Right. Like, Fifteen too many. Yes, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's uh-huh.
1: six times more than what I'm accustomed to. Uh huh. So so I go today I go to court. I go to court today okay so i and first of all i've never got i've never got a speeding ticket i've never got a parking ticket hey you're a big speed limit guy i am a big speed limit guy i play by the rules frustrating it's <laughs> <laughs> van has been jared i don't know if you're aware of this van has been ticketed in the sports animal promo truck before i don't know if you're familiar with this well not by a human, luckily. He,
2: Just by a robot.
1: By the sentient uh, Whole Foods, Amazon, palm scanning robots. I
2: don't play by the rules, of okay. Skynet, Fred.
1: So, I go to the court, and here's what it takes to go to the courthouse. Okay. You have to call the courthouse, mm-hmm. set up an appointment with the courthouse, mm-hmm. go to the courthouse, mm-hmm. fill out paperwork at the courthouse, mm-hmm. then been giving a phone call court date, sure. then a follow up Zoom call date. Yeah. You have to email your proofs okay. to the courthouse. Correct. And you have to pay. A fee that's two times the amount
2: of your ticket yep. to process everything in the courtroom. But you're going to get it back, though. Allegedly. Allegedly, you're going to get it back. You're I mean, going to. if you win, you're going to yes. get it back. Yes. And Look, you don't have to run through all the processes. Oh, you're familiar. Of the court system. I'm quite familiar. I am not. Career, career criminal Van Nunley. Long story short, understands the
1: process. August the 21st, your boy has his moment in court. Literally. Congratulations. Yes, and I documented so many things. Hold on, you got a court date in 11 days. Yes. How did you pull that I off? I said first possible. Okay. Yeah. I was. It felt like the late 90s and I was going to a restaurant with a smoking and non-smoking section. And I said, first available.
2: I said, all right, Fred, we'll get you a court date in 11 days as long as you don't talk about this on the radio. Yes.
1: And I said, I'm talking about this. He
2: crossed his fingers behind his back.
1: Now, Van, also, Jared, if you're still at the station, there's a very blue version of this story as well uh-huh. that's not going to make the air. That sounds better. But I'm going to tell you this. <laughs> the The county the 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 municipal clerk the I don't know what what verbiage to use here the municipal court clerk clerk is fine okay yeah
2: um she hates her existence it's not a lovable position no you don't make a lot of friends on that side of the glass
1: I said I said how long have you been doing this she says ten years I said I just I just don't think I could I I not for one decade have this energy so she's got tenure she's yes. <laughs> So I'm set up, boys. Get ready for mini-court updates on my parking ticket from downtown as I'm going to fight the man. Um, also, I text TK, so let's see what he says.
2: Okay. Does so it work re- like that? Straight to the top. I don't know if it
1: works like that. <laughs> <laughs> Live at ABQX, lots going on in the world of the NFL. Preseason football starts today, man. We're going to enjoy going over that. I think after this weekend, every team will have played one preseason football game so we can easily predict the winner of the Super Bowl after this weekend. Oh, Absolutely.
2: I mean, we'll see how like healthy the starters look in their street clothes. Yes. Who has the best fashion sense Correct. on the sideline. The important data that really goes into the expert analysis that we provide here on Two Men On. And how many guys are wearing over-the-shoulder fanny packs? A lot. Too it'll, many.
1: It'll be too many. In my opinion, too many. Too dang high. How many tickets are they going to get for that? Joining us at 415, Susan Singari. We're excited to have her. That's going to yeah. be a lot of fun. We're going to talk to her. She's the Emmy Award winning host and founder of Bare Knuckle News TV. We're going to talk with her. That's going to be a lot of fun because there's a big Bare Knuckle event coming up this weekend over at Tingley. Yeah. So our boy John Dobson is going to be, he's going to be the main
2: eventer. Yes. He's going to be making his opponent Tingley, am the, I right? What, is, uh, what? From being punched in the face so often. I was in
1: Detroit over the weekend. And I was doing that SummerSlam stuff. Okay. And Is that where
2: you got your new little Detroit hat? I'm wearing a Detroit now hat How about today. that? It's not bad, right? Okay.
1: Yeah. You're going to lose your St. Louis street cred. Got one in the car. In oh, case nice. I need to change it up. Okay. So as I'm out in Detroit, I go out for a beers afterwards. At, as one does. As one should sure. after the big event. Uh-huh. And after the big event, ESPN has transitioned over to... ESPN, um, the Ocho, which I guess is a thing they do every summer. Have you seen this? Sure. Okay. Big fan. I, well,
2: and I'm not super familiar with it. One day a year. Big four-letter network oh, fan. Oh, okay. Yeah. So
1: this was um, competitive pillow fighting?
2: You got to see competitive pillow fighting live? On a TV. Oh, okay. But yes. Never mind. Have you seen this? Of course I have. I threw my hat in the ring. It wasn't a Detroit hat, but I threw my hat in the ring. They said no. You don't qualify. For
1: those listening to us, like on the terrestrial radio on 95.9 FM or AM610, the sports animal, mm-hmm. Van is pantomiming stretching yeah. to prepare for a pillow
2: fight. I did just get out of the gym, so I'm ready for a round or two pillow fighting. Okay, I don't, don't like that at all. Is there a bare knuckle pillow fighting?
1: <laughs> I would I would assume. We get a yes
2: from the gallery? I, have, they,
1: <laughs> I think technically four-ounce gloves are considered pillows in the world of bare-knuckle fighting.
2: That's a good point. So that is probably
1: yeah. what, where they bring that, the energy they bring that. Don't forget this upcoming Saturday, you can catch um, a new wrestling show, Van, that's coming on on Saturday. How Go, exciting. Going over me and Slay Taylor recap. SummerSlam. So that's going to be a lot of fun here on the Sports Animal. Big no-hitter yesterday as well. I... I tell you what it's like it went from full stop sports to at uh, to in completely revved up engine of sports right now
2: well first off nfl's back you're welcome sports fan yeah you can start your life again you can just push all of your life's problems to the side let all the worries of the world mm-hmm. just shove them down for six months or That's so how i feel nfl's back baby just just ship your kids off to school. Also, just one no-hitter a week, I guess.
1: That's wild, yeah. too.
2: And it's not even being celebrated. This one's being, like, overlooked. What's this kid's name? Lorenzen? Michael Lorenzen, recently traded
1: from, from my, Detroit, my yeah. Detroit Tigers exactly. to the Philadelphia Phillies, which used to have a different name. Uh, you put a hat on one day, and then
2: now you're a Detroit fan. I'm a Detroit okay. fan. But it, it wasn't receiving praise the and way that his, I thought it would his first home start you trade for the kid he cuts his teeth on the road you bring him back to the fans throws a no-no immediately
1: okay here's my problem with it go on in theory it's because you don't have a scouting report you haven't seen this guy before you don't but that stuff's still available right Like, what is the... They all have their own iPads. They all have it. And laptops. I don't know how you get no hit in today's game.
2: Especially without the shift. Especially without the shift. So, as good as... And I'm saying... What's your thought process here is... Major League Baseball players, hitters... In today's game are so damn good... Yeah. It blows your mind that they can't go nine innings... 27 batters... Without getting one single solitary hit. That's what you're saying.
1: And on top of that, I feel that Let's talk about your feelings. Thank you. Okay. That there's so so much of handcuffs on pitchers. There's so much, hey, we're worried about the elbow. We're worried about the shoulder. We're worried about the pitch count. Yeah. We're worried about, hey, that's a long inning offensively. Maybe we ought to think about cooling you down. There's all of this, like, I don't want to say helicopter managing of pitchers, but it seems more severe than ever to me now. And to have two and two consecutive weeks is – Low-key, a prediction I would not have made before the beginning of the year.
2: With the rule changes and the way the game is now. Yeah, I mean, I can see that the um, no-hitters in perfect games keep getting more and more rare as time goes on. But some, sometimes, you know, sun shines on a dog's ass sidewalk. Clock is right two Prob- times something, something. Probably an analogy there, yeah. yeah this guy, pick one. <laughs> Dudes are going to throw no-hitters. These guys are throwing baseballs. Over 90 miles an hour. And you got to hit them with a tiny little stick. And sometimes they spin them and make them move around. Sometimes they slow them down when you think it's going to go fast. I'm oversimplifying this, obviously. But it is a hard thing to do is hit Major League Pitching. So every once in a while, the Stars are going to line up, and they're going to throw some no-nos. Also recognizing
1: that the best guys in the entire world that exist at running and getting the ball quickly off the
2: ground and throwing it to first base, they're all right there. Yeah, they're there too. Every single one of them. The best ones at hitting it are also going up against the best ones throwing it and catching it and running with it and throwing it back to the other guy. They're pretty good at their job. A little shade thrown my
1: way. Jack Flattery on his first start at Camden Yard said, quote, Energy was great. I mean, I haven't had to turn my pitch com up. While pitching at home in a while.
2: Ooh. Hey, back to the no-no. Oh, no. Southern Cali kid did it in custom white Vans. I saw the white Vans. Why were they custom? That is a baller move.
1: Does that mean he just put Because Vans doesn't make cleats. Did he just screw in you cleats like a You can't go to golfer?
2: Coronado or Winrock and get cleats at the Vans store. Trust me. My name's Van. I'm an expert on this. If you don't believe me, I'll call Van Tate. I want to say I appreciate you
1: (laughs) quickly moving away from the first time in the history of an ex-player for the St. Louis Cardinals, notably talking about how uncaring St. Louis baseball fan is.
2: Oh, no, no. We're bringing it back. (laughs) (laughs) It's because St. Louis fan is so spoiled. Cardinals fan is so spoiled by decades of success. They have one down year, and no one shows up to the games. No one gets blackout drunk anymore and yells at the opposition. Yep. They just quit showing up for a year until the Fairweather boys come back next year when they're going to be better.
1: Susan Singari joins us live at ABQX. whenever we get back from the break. We're going to talk bare knuckle fighting this upcoming weekend at Tingley. Lots of tickets available, but none of them next to the ring, man. This thing sold like hot cakes early. So if you're going to get in, I believe the lowest ticket package right now is a $45 boy. Now, you know there's not a bad seat in Tingley. No. So it's not like you're going to be hurting to see the event. They put the ring in the middle. They put the it's ring. very
2: convenient right for everyone. there. Yeah.
1: We are live at the YMCA tomorrow, and then we're going to make our way over to the event immediately following that. So we're super excited about it. Jared, thank you for starting the program with us. Presumably a. Marie will be with us. After the break, Woo! as well, it's Tumin' On live from the ABQ Axe, the intersection of Osuna and San Mateo. That's
2: not what intersection means.
1: Come hang out with your boys, half off throwing, if you want to come and throw some. We're on air till 545, and then you know us, because Red Door's right here. We'll be here, uh, well, most of the night. sipping Tumin' On, 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Back live at ABQX, let's go. Yeah. Susan Sangari joining us on the program. She is the Emmy Award winning host and founder of Bare Knuckle News at Bare Knuckle News TV. What's up, girl? Welcome to the program.
3: Hey, I am excited to be here with you too. you You've
1: been to Albuquerque before, right?
3: I have. I yeah, like it. Because yeah. it's
1: Fight Central. That's it is the, one of
3: the biggest fighting communities I've ever been in. And Dave Feldman was talking yesterday from BKFC about how it's his favorite fight territory here and so he's going to make it like his second home so i'm
1: excited about that van you're basically berkey at this point point. 15 years baby let's go Mom? yeah fight culture is albuquerque culture in and out of the ring <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> 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 but
1: yeah you so you it, you span you span the country you, you cover it all you tell all the stories you get the fun kind of backside stories that aren't necessarily exactly what's happening in the octagon all the time mm-hmm. or the ring. Mm-hmm. Um, talk to a little bit about, like, how you got into it. Talk about maybe, like, your path to it. Was Were there other women in the profession that were excited to help you along the way? Was it paving your own way?
3: <laughs> I wish there were other women helping me in the profession because I'm so short-staffed. Uh. I'm hiring everybody. <laughs> I'm hiring, male or female. Right. Um, I had worked for a lot of the major television networks, like Entertainment Night and Fox News Channel. I've been tied to a tree for Hurricanes. You know, America's Most Wanted. I just worked for just about everything you can imagine is a freelancer in Florida. And there's always drama in Florida. You know, yeah. There's always either somebody's killing, there's a hurricane, there's something going on. So I was hired by one of the sports networks to do a story on a female wrestler, and you can relate to that. Okay, said, I'm in. Yeah, all right. Who was from another country and was competing under her company flag. I don't remember. Let's call it like Romania or something, someplace far away. Sure. And I don't remember because it's like a while back. And she was, her husband was her coach. But the strength and conditioning coach that she was going to be working with, with a gentleman by the name of J.C. Santana, yeah. who also has trained a lot of wrestlers and a lot of UFC guys. And so we were all set up to go, and there were some travel arrangements. They didn't make it in, blah, blah, blah. So I said to the strength and conditioning coach, J.C., what can I do to make it up to you? Because I'm that kind of a girl, right? Yeah. I said to you, what can I do to make it up to you? If you were sick, I'd, I'd fill in for you in a minute. i say, it. Can, can I fill in for him? And you'd say yes. So anyway. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> I'm ready, baby. Only always. So, It'd um, be really refreshing because, to yeah. have some
2: talent on yeah. the program. And we Ouch. look
3: better together than me next to you.
2: Let's go. Always, Always a prize So anyway, oh,
1: always, <laughs> always me. So, anyway
3: um, so the shoot got canceled. And I said to J.C. Santana, I said, what can you do to make it up to you? And he said, you can cover MMA. And I said, yeah. like, what? What's MMA? <laughs> what is it? What is it about? And this is about maybe about eight years ago. So we started with a gentleman by the name of Micah Miller, who is a brother of Cole Miller. And we followed him around. And I remember, if, you, if sports fans know anything about um, either UFC or mixed martial arts, I'm standing there with my microphone acting like I'm so cool. Because you know, I'm the only girl in the gym. I'm going, when Micah Miller is not pounding and grounding, and then the fighter taps his shoulder and goes, it's ground and pound. I'm like, oh yeah, I knew that. <laughs> I knew, that, I absolutely ever knew that I knew that that was what it was So anyway, I became very fascinated with um, When Ultimate Fighter came out With, um, uh, you know, uh, Rashad Evans And, and uh, you know, our favorite boy Rampage Our and friend
1: I, John Dobson uh, was on there oh, yeah, yeah, he was yeah.
3: And I just felt like there was more to the story And so I kind of fell into it And then a personal story is, you know I'm Italian and my father's very Italian And he called me up, he's like, Susie Daddy wants to talk to you. And I go, yes. He goes, you graduated from an Ivy League school. Why are you in the gym with half-naked tattooed men? Yes. And so I told him I was marrying King Mo, which went over really well. You know him? (laughs) From Bellator. This this is so good. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, you know, my goal is to really get beyond the perception of what you folks know here and the Albuquerque fight. Community knows here is that the fighters are all stereotypical. I mean, you know, they're not; they're different. If you go back to Chuck Liddell, who is a very famous fighter in the UFC, he has a um, a accounting degree. And so now that the sport is becoming more important and more established, Bare Knuckle FC is also getting more recognition. But if you remember going back to when the UFC first started, they had to fight a lot just to get on. Sure. Yeah. Well,
1: and the money wasn't necessarily there in the beginning. A guy from my hometown—we talk about this often—but uh, Matt Hughes, guy from oh, my hometown. Oh, I love Matt. Okay. I've interviewed him. Yeah, and he owns like a bunch of Dairy Queens. Yeah. 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 It was like it was like he took his money and put it into you know frozen custard or whatever, and and made some success outside of the. But but that's how he got it started. Yeah. You know, there's a business acumen about yeah, about concerned. these individuals.
3: Well, fortunately, BKFC has been cleared in so many states. We've got so much, so many fights coming up. We're in Denver. We'll be back to Albuquerque. Uh, we're going to go back to Virginia. I mean, Feldman and his team, and, and I totally respect Dave because when he took him, I think, 28, uh, 28 visits to the boxing commissions around every state to get it approved. And fans do not know what the boxing commission is. They're kind of the police, the presidents so of the situation. our
1: friends of the show are very familiar with yeah, the state you athletic Commission. Yeah, okay, you know because it. I'm a licensed promoter in the state.
3: Right. Okay. There's two of us. That's like it.
1: It's, there are so many hoops to jump through. I know.
3: It's crazy, isn't
1: it? It's, it? Fortunately, there's a lot of sponsors for the you know the wrestling promotion we put on. They give us a couple bucks because if we didn't have that couple bucks, yeah. we would be in trouble to try it to create events. Yeah, it's yeah.
3: very tough. They just passed unified rules, by the way, this week Yeah, for Bare Knuckle, which is exciting.
1: Well, very good. Yeah. All right. Incredibly good. So, so obviously, you, you, there wasn't a platform there for you to do specifically what you were trying to do, so you created one.
3: Yeah, I did. I started at MMA, and we started – the tagline was every fighter has a story, and, you know, I just love that. I still love all my MMA guys, but I got introduced to bare-knuckle, and I'm telling you, I need bare-knuckle therapy. Yeah. I'm like, Hook, Being why right, and It's just it's craziness. I mean, like, I'm obsessed. If I could get in there and fight, I would, but I can't. But I did get my corner woman's license, so I could learn more. Oh, right. yeah. Let the blood spill, baby. I'm right here for
1: <laughs> Joining us on the program, having a lot of fun, <laughs> Susan Singari. We're, we're laughing about bare-knuckle events. Uh, when it first came to town, it wasn't at Tingley. It was at the Rio Rancho Event right. Center, banger of event. We love the event center. Um, I had a hard time falling in love with it. I didn't understand it. I, I thought there was a barbarianism to it. To me, it didn't speak to me instantly. Um, help me, help the friend of the show that's not necessarily in love with the idea of, of taking off the padded gloves. Help me better understand, because Van and I are going tomorrow night. This is the first one we have been to.
3: Okay, well, you're coming to a banger because we've got Dodson fighting J.R. Widge for the first ever flyweight championship.
1: Let's go, J.D. And yeah. we've got a lot of
3: you. have got some celebrities on there. Bryce Hall from TikTok. I think what I like about the sport is that it harkens back to another time. Mm-hmm. I know you, know you think I'm crazy. Fans probably are probably like, what the heck is she talking about? But I feel like the honor and the integrity of the sport is something that I think is so interesting. And the rawness of it. I mean, it's raw. And the other thing is, is that people don't really understand that the um, bare knuckle is very technical. I mean, when you box, you've got your boxing gloves to protect you. When you're doing MMA, you've got several different things. You can go to the ground, you can get up, you know, you can do Brazilian jiu-jitsu, you can do kickboxing, you can do karate. But when you're a bare knuckle fighter, you, if you hit somebody right here with their hand and, you're, and their waist or the body shots and you break your hand, you are in trouble. Yeah. But most of them will complete the fight. Oh, And the stories behind each of the fighters were so amazing. I mean, they just inspired me so much. Like, you know, what are you going to do? Say you have a sore throat. Guy's got blood dripping out of him. His eyes like this. Joe Elmore had a uh, cut in his tongue in a fight. Yeah, he was talking I, I, to me I, I, I. with a blood dripping out of his
1: mouth. <laughs> <laughs> by, the way, by the
3: way, fans, it's okay. <laughs> I need bare therapy. I took the, the towel that I wiped him off, and the other one I wiped with Mike Perry off, and I saved it. I have a blood collection towel. It's really bizarre. Yeah. But <laughs> I love it, though. All
2: right. We're not here to kink shame no, anybody this on this <laughs> program. Space cadets only. But, um, <laughs>
3: But the thing is, is that, you know, they don't make a lot of money. It's not like the UFC, although a lot of the UFC fighters are coming over. They're doing it for the love of the sport. And to me, that is just better than anything I've ever heard about. You know, it's just an honest impurity of it. Besides, many of the people do not know that, you know, and you know this is wrestling and and you, you know, some of the fighters too, that it's very much of a cerebral sport.
0: Mm -hmm. A lot of them meditate,
3: They, they pray. I mean, I've covered baseball, football, basketball, hockey. I don't, I've never seen that in any sport but combat sports, and that, to me, speaks to me.
2: A lot of big personalities in contact sports, and you've worked with some of the biggest ones in MMA. Who are those big personalities? Who are those fun guys in bare knuckle who are fun to watch both uh, inside the ring and out?
3: Lorenzo Hunt, Lorenzo Hunt, Lorenzo Hunt. All right, here he's, yeah, he's called the career killer. Actually, Lorenzo and I used to co-host a show a while back, but then he got so busy – competing we didn't have any time he's a um he knows how to work it but he's a very smart fighter as a matter of fact he is in bryce hall's corner this week oh okay so we'll see what's going on with that he works his behind off he's very dedicated he had to lose, I think, 25 or 30 pounds over a couple months to get down to another weight class. Um, who are the other big personalities? Let's well, see. Well,
1: and before you transition to that, because this is the one I wanted yeah. to make sure I hit on Bryce, I wasn't familiar with. You know, I'm not, I'm not the target me, demo. Yeah, I'm not a TikToker. Um, but... There does seem to be, like, an incredible market for social media influencers trying to move into the world of combat sport. Are combat actual sporters? Are they taking advantage of this by taking coaching jobs and by taking advisement jobs? Is there, like, a career out there post-fighting where they're creating future?
3: For the the fighters. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of them have their own schools and will also work in the corners, like, Tonight, there's a gentleman by the name of Chris Sorrow who used to fight with BKFC and fought Josh Hunt, who also used to fight for BKFC. They were arch enemies. Now they've, they're like, it's so interesting to me. Now they're best pals. They're fighting in another organization tonight, BYB Extreme. And one is Josh uh, is fighting, and Chris is cornering him. Yet they, were, they wouldn't speak to each other for months. Right. And a lot of this stuff is kind of like, you know, it's kind of maybe it's, people think that it's a little stage. But it's really not. If it, some of it is really, they really feel disrespected. They will not want to talk to the person, especially with this Bryce Hall and G situation. You know, Bryce is. I haven't seen him fight. I, I wish him a lot of respect. I give him huge props. This yes. has is the BAL something else to get in there, right? Um, I think it's amazing. So, uh, but I know that G because he's come from a boxing background and he feels like he's really worked himself up the level i think he feels a little uncomfortable with the situation that he just jumped in and i can understand both sides of the story it should be an excellent fight though it really
1: Su- should be susan singari joining us on the program we're talking about bear and uncle fighting upcoming tomorrow night doors open at five. First bout is at six the main card begins at seven you're going to look to be there tingly probably about four hours you guys know how tingly is yeah. to get there early uh, albuquerque is yeah, yeah like, you know sure. how san pedro is <laughs> uh-huh. like Get over there in time. Hang out in the parking lot for a little bit. Come inside. Do your thing with us. We're going to enjoy it. Um, John Dobson debuted our championship belt at Duke so City good. Championship Wrestling last, uh, last month. He's a contributor here in the community, obviously the Ultimate Fighting Stuff. He's got a real shot against J.R. Ridge, who is, who is currently the flyweight champion. Uh, John Dobson walks away with the belt this weekend?
3: I think so. I, you know, I've worked with John. I remember him from when he was in UFC. His speed... It's just unmatched. Yeah. I mean, it's cardio. And he's fighting in there, and he does these flips. I'm like, what the heck is going on? He did a
1: backflip in my wrestling yeah. ring.
3: He's just, <laughs> I think his speed is going to be the difference. Although, you never know, and that's what I love about it, you never know in bare knuckle what's going to happen, because one punch, and your hand cracks, and your jaw breaks, and you're down. Yeah. So, all right, I do think, and of course, John's got his hometown team behind him. So sure. I think that that—you know, that fuels the fire for people to get in there. But I, it, I, I might, I might be wrong. I'm not making any bets.
1: Susan, we're up against the break, but we could do this with you all night long. You're absolutely tremendous. You're a world of talent. If you want to follow Susan further, you can at Susan Singari on all the social media outlets, at Bare Knuckle News TV on all the social media outlets. A quick Google will get you directly to her and her commentary, and you are live tomorrow night at Tingley.
3: I am not live. We're post-fight.
1: You're post-fight. Yeah, post-fight okay. Fight with
3: all the news and all the drama and all the post-fight questions.
1: Love that. Well, but
2: the post-fight will also be live. The post-fight, yes. Yes. post-fight. will be live. Sure. Yes. Yeah. <laughs>
1: you'll be in attendance it's during the, best. the event. the <laughs> Yeah. yeah, come find the, the sparkiest little Italian gal oh, in the entirety sure. of the building. Susan, thank you so thank much. Thank you. Whenever we get back, we continue with NFL talk. As I believe I can tell you the best running back duo in the NFL van. I picked it. I'm ready. Tune it on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The sports animal. Back live on the program, live at yeah. ABQX. Let's go. Oh, Big thank you to a new friend of the show, Susan Synergy. It was uh, too much fun. Yeah,
2: Susan Singari, too much fun. That's a that's a real pro right there. Yeah, and then a, her, w- a wealth of knowledge and yeah. information that we didn't even tap into.
1: And she's got like a group of handlers, and they were like, "Well, let's leave. Let's go get. Let's go to the tire restaurant next door." And she's like, "I'm throwing axes." Gonna throw axes. Also, she's wearing open toe shoes, so let's see how they do, let's uh, see how they do that here. Got to rent them Crocs. Got to give them the Crocs. Yeah. <laughs> hey Marie, back with us at the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker. Legacy Studio. Hey, Marie, how are you?
0: I'm great. I'm halfback. Did you have you talk to Cal today? I'm sorry that I'm late to the show. <laughs>
1: uh, that's a little back of the house that I'm not familiar with. Yeah, no, so, I'll talk to you later. about segue, it. I... We're
2: about to talk about halfbacks.
0: Oh, that's hey, what Marie I'm saying. I did that late. on purpose. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm she's, sad I'm not an so ABQX. For...
2: Well,
1: yes, I mean, we invited you, but you said no. Shame I mean, you well, I have to be here. here. That's the whole thing. It's a little halfway that's there. That's what I meant. Yeah, that's what we're trying to get to. The, <laughs> the problem is, so there's obviously preseason football tonight. Uh-huh. So A. Marie has been so flustered with excitement sure. all day. Sorry, guys. This I came in hot. a few weeks to, to restabilize. <laughs> joining us, or excuse me, joining us, uh, pivoting back to this running back situation. Van, I told you before the break. I was like, I, I looked through all the running backs in the NFL. I sat okay. down and did all my homework. Okay. And I said, first of all, there's not one guy. There's not a single guy in the league. There's not one team that has one guy. Every team has two guys. So I didn't look at teams and go, oh, I need I need the team with the best guy. I didn't pick San Francisco. I didn't pick Tennessee, Van. I picked a team that I think has the best two guys as it relates to on-field production and obviously fantasy because sports betting is the only thing that matters. Okay. Okay? I'm into this.
0: I have. What are you, impersonating me now?
1: Duo, right? The, well, uh, well I'm saying, I, welcome I, I, to chime in whenever. Well, now that football is actually back, I'm going to give you my hot takes. The best running back duo okay. in the NFL, Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. Oh, it's, you're my right. Shit. It's not even close. Yes. You're correct. Good job. There Let's are, go to commercial, Amory. Okay. There are zero quarterbacks in Green Bay. <laughs> there are zero wide receivers in Green Bay. Not a single tight end on the roster has caught a pass in the NFL. These two guys are the only two options to move the ball down the field. Yeah. If you are drafting in a sure. fantasy draft, take these guys 1 and 1A. This is the how you win your fantasy football league this year because it's an entire team that is quarterbackless.
2: I mean, this is the only way that the Packers win the North as well is if both of these guys or 1,500-yard rushers, and take the pressure off of Jordan Love. And I get it. This is a Jordan Love diss. Fine, Fred. Poke. Kick me while I'm down, okay? I got to watch Hard Knocks. I got to watch Aaron <laughs> Rodgers in New York having the time of his life. And then now I come back one day after talking about Hard Knocks and like a jilted lover who sees his boyfriend and doing so much better in greener pastures, and now you're going to kick me while I'm down. Fine. But you're Right. Number one, you're joking, but also you're correct. Both of these guys are RB1s. The Packers are lucky to have both these guys. But I got a better answer. The hard-hitting duo of Alvin Kamara and Kareem Hunt.
0: Okay, well... That's the best one-two punch. Okay, I see where you're going with that. Well, we all know that Alvin Kamara is suspended for three games, but they... I, I. that, that deserves way more credit than we're giving it. They do have Jamal Williams now, too. By the way, the Saints.
2: Oh, I love him. went to. He two- is
0: the sweetest
1: dude
2: on the planet. Creamer
1: went to two teams yesterday, two different teams that didn't sign with either
2: one. Oh, well, now they get to um, jockey for position. Who gets to sign him? They were like, "Okay, listen."
1: First guy in the elevator is on the team.
2: <laughs> it's like, I can't. can't do like, it. Alvin, Kareem, we're going to fly you guys down to Albuquerque. You're fight number three. Yes. Team Coliseum. Oh whoever wins, whoever wins is RB1 <laughs> on the <laughs> roster. <You. laughs> we got you. Step right up. I, I mean, you're not wrong. The Packers running back duo is fantastic, and they're lucky to have both of them. They're not going to be able to sign both of them, so ride it till the wheels fall off. Use these guys as a crutch for Jordan Love. Oh,
1: yeah. The NFL has become the Leonardo DiCaprio of running backs. <laughs> what? Like, they're not keeping anyone past 25. 100%. 100%. Yeah. Because what happens is you get, you get what? Hit. You get hit
2: how much? Too much. What happens? Everything. Sure. You just disintegrate. I mean, do you do you not change your tires after fifty thousand miles right. because they were really good tires? No, you get new tires.
1: And NFL team knows every single NFL team knows right now. Yeah, we'll just take the next one. Next, next man up. It's nice they use the word "man." <laughs> they don't feel yeah. that way. Sure, they don't care about you. We talked about it on Hard Knocks.
2: Also, you can make a case for the best running back duo in the NFL is Christian McCaffrey. And any warm body. Yes. Eliza Mitchell? He's so good. It's Elijah, I believe. Elijah?
0: Elijah Mitchell?
2: I don't know uh, the difference. Eliza Dushku? Is that who no, you're No, Elijah. Elijah. Hayes, Elijah. Wrestler for Duke City Championship Wrestling?
0: You guys don't know who Elijah Mitchell is? <laughs> of course I,
2: we do. I, well, I don't. This is the sportiest sports show you've ever heard. Here on the Sports Animal? Yeah.
0: What about other running back duos? Final closing thoughts. Okay.
2: There are no other running back duos.
0: Uh, Yes, Derek there is. Henry and any warm body. What about the There's Atlanta not Falcons? Two guys that... Hold on. He's a rookie. Bijan yeah, Robinson, uh, Tyler ball. Algier. What about J- Jameer Gibbs and David Be... Montgomery? Yeah, what about What this? about Isaiah Pacheco put... and Jarek McKinnon?
2: Okay, that's one of the dumbest answers I've ever heard. The only
1: other close to one is in Arizona, and it's James Conner and it's Marlon Mack. No, it's Marlon Mack is hurt now.
0: And they <laughs> yeah. they get, don't have wide receivers. I understand your take it's because they don't are, have anything around them. I just was, I thought we were, I'm just saying what good running back duos there are out there. Or, now hear me out,
2: Lamar Jackson and J.K. Dobbins. What? Super <laughs> yeah. Super good
1: <answer. laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah.
2: Uh-huh. One of the running backs this can throw so the ball in the yards. This is it's so sweet, silly. Yeah, it super yeah. helps. Yeah. One of the, one of their running backs is going to put the ball in the air 30 times a game. It's a hell of a deal. We're stepping away, but we're coming
1: back after that. We're finishing up the first hour of the program. We all got an hour left. Are you kidding me? Bonkers. We're having a world of fun. Bonkers. We're going to revisit a little bit Major League Baseball before the top of it. It's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. I
3: make a hat to death. So we talked about talking about this yesterday, Okay,
1: but the game wasn't over yet, and there was tech gifts so while we were at Red Door. We're at the YMCA tomorrow. Come hang out with us here in 10 minutes. It's going to be 5 o'clock. We're going to be drinking a little bit of Teller. We're we'll
2: going to be drinking a little bit of Teller.
1: Here's
2: 5 o'clock can't happen fast enough. No.
1: 5 o'clock happened a lot for me last night after the show.
2: Congratulations.
1: Oh, thank you. You deserve it. So We didn't talk about this gesture yesterday because it wasn't done. It wasn't said and done. So. Otani, have you heard of him? Shohei Otani? Sure, 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 sure. Yeah. He has now thrown 19 innings in a row without giving up a single earned run. It's pretty good. He now has the highest OPS and the seventh best ERA in
2: all of baseball. He leads all of Major League Baseball in home runs and batting average against. No one could keep the Angels at 500 better than he has. Uh huh. They lost seven straight after the trade deadline. So bad.
1: He's the, Whoopsie. He's the third best pitcher in the AL in terms of ERA
2: and the best hitter in terms of OPS. It's, it's wicked weird. You're not getting uh, indoctrinated yet? You're not getting jaded to this yet? Because I'm not. I love every second of it. If I'm free the night that he has a start, it's must-see TV every time. Not You don't even have to be a baseball fan. If you're a sports fan, if you're an excellence fan, you got to watch this guy play. I'm going to ask you a weird question. Okay. Is Shoei
1: Otani putting together the greatest individual
2: season in the history of baseball? Ellipses again. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Outdoing himself from last time when he out. The only reason he didn't win MVP last year to give him three in a row counting this season, Mm -hmm. it's because Aaron Judge broke the home run record. Correct. Otherwise, he's your MVP again. And I could make a great argument, regardless of how many home runs Aaron Judge hit, Shohei Ohtani still should have been the MVP last year. Shohei Ohtani is better at baseball than any other example of anything is better at anything. Oh, yeah. This is
1: like if Bobby Flay worked at Wendy's. Yes, it is unfair. It's unfair.
2: This is like if Gordon Ramsay worked at Arby's. Okay. You're using a lot of food analogies here. There's a whole big world out there. This is like if Emeril
1: Lagasse worked at McDonald's.
2: It's like he's, Shohei Otani is to baseball what Donald Trump is to beating lawsuits.
1: Ah, yeah. The
2: best that ever done it. Yeah, never been handcuffed. Nope. Not a once. Not zero
1: mug shots. Shohei Otani is to baseball,
2: what the sweetest chef is to Subway. Okay, do even more food. I see what you're doing here. Okay, more food stuff. Okay. He's the, he's the Louis Pasteur of baseball. and He's better than Louis Pasteur. I'll explain to you who that is in the commercial break. Shohei Otani is to
1: baseball, <laughs> what
2: Rachel Ray is to Jersey Mike's. Shohei Otani is to baseball <laughs> what the IROC Z is to mullets. That was a super good one. Thank you. Yes.
1: The craziest part of all the crazy parts, the craziest part is now it has somehow become common knowledge. It's, this is just what the existence is now. The most exceptional thing to ever be done is not on the front page of every single news publication that produces news,
2: right. as it should be. It sure. did not lead this show. It will not lead the show tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, every time Taylor Swift has another number, number one hit, you don't see that on the front page of the news. Right. Because we're jaded. We're jaded. We're indoctrinated to it. It's like, oh, yeah, of course Shohei Otani threw another shutout and hit two, home, two more home runs. Because he does it every time.
1: If five years ago, I would have said to you, if six years ago, I would have said to you, hey, do you think there'll be a guy that'll win the Triple Crown and the Cy Young at the same time?
2: You would have said, no. I'd like, yeah, him. That guy right there, Shohei Otani. No one knew them. He's the only one with the chance. Kid threw 100 and was 17 years old. 100 what? Miles per hour
1: was. So damn fast.
2: In Japan, that's like, I don't know, 300
1: kilometers an hour. A. Marie hits us with NFL headlines where we get back, including two preseason football games tonight. (sighs) Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The sports animal.